0: welcome to the i am moving through it podcast i am your guide joanna sanchez a loud and proud dancing queen spiritual junkie and life and embodiment coach my purpose here is to teach you how to do the inner work and explore the depths of your beautiful body which is where your soul resides and where all your answers live no matter what challenge you may face on your healing journey The words, I am moving through it, are here to remind you that you are overcoming every obstacle day by day and moving forward towards becoming who you came here to be. May each episode on this podcast serve as an activation within you that helps you grow, and transform into the beautiful being that you are. So go ahead, grab some cacao, get cozy, and let's vibe. I love you so, so much, and I'm so grateful to have you here. Hello, hello. And welcome back to another beautiful episode. I'm so excited to have you here today. And today's topic is going to be something that's a little triggering and can definitely create different sensations and feelings in your body. So as we move through this experience of this conversation that we're having together here, if you start to feel like it's a little bit too much or like it's just something you don't want to continue listening listen to, I invite you to give yourself the space to stop listening uh, because this is something that could definitely trigger somebody. But I feel like the listeners that will listen to this can definitely get a lot of value from this. So today we're going to be talking about being beat as a child for, quote, disciplined and how to actually feel safe in your body again. So the reason why we're talking about this is because although being spanked or hit or beat as a child is something that has been normalized in our society and different cultures, especially, it definitely does leave a mark in your psyche and in your body and the way that you store emotions. So I feel like it's a topic that's very, very important to talk about and to have a conversation around. So This type of physical beating, uh, we're going to call it just physical discipline to me. And from what I've experienced and from what I've coached, this type of discipline is abuse. It is, even though the word abuse may seem like it's very like heavy, it is still a type of abuse and an abuse ends up leaving a mark traumatically in your psyche and in your body. Like I said, so Whenever you're disciplined as a child and you go through this physical abuse, what happens is that your little child's mind does not know what is going on. So then it starts to create all these different beliefs, right? It starts to create these beliefs of I am not safe in my environment. I am not safe to express myself. If I express myself, I will be punished. I can't trust others because if I trust, then I will be punished and I will be hit And this type of physical discipline also creates this disconnection from yourself. What happens is as a child, you learn to disassociate from your body. Your body becomes an environment that is no longer safe because it is being abused, it is being hit, it is being beat, and then all your energy completely shifts up into your mind. And that is why a lot of women experience anxiety. They feel unsafe. They are flighty. They're in fight or flight. And like I mentioned in the past podcast, in the podcast on anxiety, I don't know if you've listened to that, but I mentioned how when a situation like this happens, such as being beat, your, mo- your mind and your body, I was about to say moddy, your mind and body, moddy. <laughs> Anyways, so your mind and your body Perceive this as a threat, and your unconscious mind does not know the difference between it happening in the past or it happening now. So, because your body is holding on to this emotion that you experienced when you were beat, your nervous system is holding on to it. Your unconscious mind only knows the present moment, so it thinks that it's happening now. So the way that this can be seen in your day to day is when you go to a social environment or when you are having an intimate conversation with someone, when you first start having intimate conversations with somebody, you're cultivating a new relationship. And for some reason, you start to leave your body. You start to get really, really deeply in your mind. The thoughts start to raise. You're thinking about what people are thinking about you. You're thinking about what this person is thinking about. You're no longer in the present moment. You have to flee the present moment in order to feel safe because that is what you created as a child. You started to feel unsafe in the present moment and you had to leave that present moment and get up in your mind and be an overload of emotions and you thought that that's what safety is. But I'm here to tell you that's not what safety is. And right now you may be experiencing this safety by placing or this this lack of safety by thinking and unconsciously placing your safety on other people. So expecting other people to cultivate that safety within yourself, because as a child, that's what we did, right? We grew up thinking that our parents would create that safety for us, right? So then you start to think now as an adult that somebody else is going to cultivate that safety for you because you never learned how to actually cultivate that safety within yourself. However, if you were physically abused, and you're looking for safety in other people it's almost like you're looking for safety in other people yet you don't trust these people Because as a child, that's how it was. You were looking for safety in somebody else and you didn't trust your caregivers, your mom or your dad or whoever it was who were supposed to give you that safety. So now it's this unconscious traits, these unconscious traumas and unconscious traits that keep happening where you're like, okay, I'm going to search for safety in somebody else. However, I can't let people in. I can't trust because I don't feel safe with other people, even though that's what I'm looking for. So how do we eradicate this? We go within, we create safety within our own body, right? So it really does affect us a lot. It affects your ability to connect with others. It affects your ability to connect with yourself. It affects your ability to understand what love even is. Because think about it. As a child, you're just your fullest expression. You're just being yourself. You don't give a shit about anything happening. You're just expressing your authenticity. You are just innocent and childlike. And at some point, you did something. That you had no idea would have repercussions, yet you were beat for it, right? So to you, especially if you're in, you grew up in a household where there was like a lot, there's definitely different severities of how this can happen. But if you grew up in a household where it did happen a lot, it's almost like that started to become your definition of love, and now you're seeing it happen. In your current connections with others and maybe even with your partners, you're noticing that maybe your way of expressing love or the way that your body has been programmed to express love is through anger, through rage, maybe through hitting, right? And that doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean nothing is wrong. That doesn't mean something is wrong with you. All it means is that that is what you grew up around and you feel unsafe in your body, so then it creates these trauma responses and you're projecting it onto others. So it can really, really affect your connection with others. So what does feeling safe in the body actually mean? Feeling safe in the body means that you are out of your head and you are into your body, okay? You're, not, no, you're no longer living with these chaotic thoughts. Will they arise here and there? Absolutely, you can accept them, you can move through them when you feel safe. In your body. However, when you don't feel safe in your body and these thoughts start to arise, it creates more chaos. It creates more anxiety. It creates depression. It completely depletes your energy. Your creativity goes down. Your logic goes down. Everything just goes down because you don't feel safe enough in your body to process these emotions, these thoughts, these feelings. And when you are getting what's called out of your head and into your body, it doesn't necessarily mean those thoughts are gone for forever, like I said. It just means you're in your body processing them instead of trying to process them only with your head and with your mind. Feeling safe in your body also means your nervous system is regulated. You're no longer in fight or flight, but you're more in a rest and digest state. And when you grew up in an environment where you were disciplined physically, Your body's still in that fight or flight, so it will take time. It will take you being patient with yourself and having compassion with yourself to slowly start to regulate your nervous system. Your nervous system is almost like a muscle that needs to be worked out over and over and over again in order to bring that regulation in. What feeling safe in your body also means is what i said safe to feel and sit with your emotions instead of distracting yourself instead of pulling up your phone texting somebody just to vent instead of scrolling through tiktok because you just don't want to feel instead of just going to the gym as your form of quote therapy to create this shift in or these this um What's the word I'm looking for? To create the, the different chemicals that happy the dopamine. That's not going to do anything. Your ability to feel safe within yourself is to sit with your shit. <laughs> sit with your emotions. Sit with what's coming up for you. Not go distract yourself. Not go project. Process. Being able to process. And having that safety within your own self to Process. What it means also is that when you are having conversations with other, you're not necessarily so in your mind thinking about what to say next or what to do next or how you're moving or how does your face look. Or Instead, you're present in that moment. You are grounded. You are rooted. You feel safe to have that conversation. Like I said, these are things that I invite you to have compassion for yourself. And it was a huge shift for me when I realized that the reason why I didn't trust and the reason why I didn't feel safe And the reason why my brain started going on overload with anxious thoughts and loops was because my inner child still is hurt. My inner child is still experiencing that pain and that lack of trust from others. And that has been transformational for me to realize because before I was beating myself up, I was in a place where I was like, oh my God, why do I feel like this? Why don't I feel safe? Do I have a guard up? Can I, why can't I let my heart down? Like, There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. And this is just to show you there's nothing absolutely wrong with you. There was just the occurrences that happened in your childhood. It doesn't make your parents or your caregivers any, I think it's caregivers or caretakers that are always mess those two up. I don't fucking know. But it's not that they were wrong. It's not that they are terrible people. I mean, they did the best that they could with what they knew. So it's also about realizing that forgiving them Of course, maybe some anger might arise. Maybe some resentment might arise when you first start to get into this type of work and understand, oh my God, I can't believe I feel this way. And that's okay for those things to arise. It's okay to sit with those things. It's okay to process those things. But then it's also important for you to find forgiveness. Forgiveness, not necessarily for them, but forgiveness is for yourself, to release, to let go, to heal. And forgiving these people who caused pain and created this lack of safety within yourself it's so important they did the best that they could with what they knew and now you are here to break generational curses to stand up for yourself to stand up for the rest of their generations and to change the way that you parent your kids if that is something that you're looking into doing or even the way that you reparent yourself So, you have to also remember that when you grow up in a household that's full of this like anger and uh, disciplining from a place of like anger or fear, that it's also, you're also going to notice those thoughts that your parents, your caregivers, caretakers, whatever the fuck, that they were imposing on the beliefs that they were imposing on you will then become your thoughts. So if you're really hard on yourself, if you beat yourself up, if you judge the fuck out of yourself, if you have this negative self-talk, have compassion for yourself. This is anxiety that's being created in your body. And like I said, if you haven't listened to the anxiety podcast, listen to that because your nervous system is on overload because it's holding on to this trauma from your childhood. So have compassion for yourself. Take radical responsibility to heal, to heal your nervous system, to heal yourself, to find forgiveness, and to move forward with your life in a space where you can feel safe. One of my favorite, favorite ways to activate safety in the body is really just, it's what's called orienting, which means I am looking around, I'm paying attention to the textures on the wall, I am looking at different, for instance, I'm looking at little leaves in my room, looking at the textures and the colors, putting my feet on the ground, breathing, and that tunes me back into the present moment, and tunes me back into this space, and it tunes me back into safety, into flow, into just groundedness, and that right there is an active practice, it takes you to it takes you the the commitment to do it when you notice yourself being triggered and you're not in that safe space and your nervous system is on fight or flight and your mind is creating this these thoughts it's very important for you to just orient in that moment A great way that you can practice this is when you have a conversation next time, allow yourself to just orient in that moment, pay attention to the lips of the person and how they're moving and listening to the vibrations of their voice and listening to like the or just paying attention to their hand gestures and really being in the conversation with that person hearing them truly that right there is a great way to practice this and like i said you might not have it right in the fur in the beginning because it takes practice it takes you being able to do this more than just once that's why i said your nervous system is like a muscle you have to train and you have to get used to this orientation of it this is really a beautiful, beautiful practice for you to cultivate that safety because the more safe that you start to feel within yourself, the more that you can become that safe space for other people, right? And I know that's what we all crave. Like, we want to be a safe space for other people to also be in their fullest expression and to move through things and to process with us and things like that. But how can we create that safety with somebody else, whether it's a friendship or a partnership, if we're not even feeling safe within ourselves? So it's a beautiful, beautiful practice for that deeper connection with you and that deeper intimacy with you, but also that deeper intimacy with your partner. A lot of the times too, what I notice is that women that experience this type of physical discipline as a child have a very hard time feeling fully safe when it comes to sexual experiences. And that is because this like sex, sex is a full body experience. And when you're not feeling safe fully from your head to your toes, of course, it's going to feel like you're leaving your body and you're thinking about, oh my God, how do I look? What is this person thinking? What is this? Because you're not sensitive to your own sensations. You're not sensitive to your own pleasure. You're not sensitive to your own body's expression. When you're, when you're having sex, you're focused on it. The, la- the lack of safety that you're feeling and it's very unconscious and maybe up until this point you didn't even know that it was lack of safety I didn't know this is something that entered my world actually very recently and something that I'm really still working through and that's why I'm passionate about sharing this with you because I know how much it has really helped me feel more grounded and rooted in myself and that can definitely help you feel more grounded and rooted in you too One of my favorite ways to, one of my other favorite ways besides orienting to bring more safety into my body is to move. And if you follow me on Instagram, you see that. And I'm so committed and devoted to my movement practices because it really does get me out of my head and it helps me focus on the sensations in my body. What is alive for me here? What is present for me here? Even if it's a little bit of turmoil that's that's being present in my body, I still get to move through it and feel it and accept it instead of just distracting myself and feeling like I need to just go straight into my mind again. And all these freaking thoughts just start spiraling again. So it's a really movement. Central movement is such a beautiful practice to help you start to feel safe in your body again. So I definitely recommend that if you were somebody that experienced that physical discipline and abuse as a child. To uh, cultivate practices, first is the practice of acceptance. You know, anytime you notice that your mind starts spiraling or these thoughts start arising, just cultivate that acceptance and be like, you know what, Joanna? I'm talking to you like if I was me. This is what I say to myself. You know what, Joanna? (laughs) Or your name is Sally or whatever, insert your name. But you know what, Joanna? You're doing a great job. Just accept that this is how your nervous system is, um, uh, presented with this type of, uh, feeling and sensation, be okay with it. Like you were doing an amazing job. So that's the first practice. It's just radical acceptance for the fact that this is just the way that you're wired right now, but also knowing that the more that you practice bringing your body into safety and your nervous system into safety, the less you're going to feel this way. Another practice is then that orienting that I said, Just orienting yourself to the present moment. A great way to do this too is going on walks where you tune into the present moment and where you're just paying attention to the leaves of the trees, the birds flying by, the cars that are passing by, paying attention to sensations and just orienting yourself into that present moment. It's another beautiful practice for you. Also movement, like I said already talked about that but meditation and being in stillness is also another beautiful way to bring your body into safety and feel the sensations that are happening in your body not attaching to them but just feeling them and being the observer of them so many beautiful ways to create safety in the body and then of course if you have a partner that is open to creating safety with you especially during sex since that was something that i did bring up a great way to create that safety together is by breathing together during your sexual experience just breathe together at the same rhythm moving your bodies because the breath will bring you out of your head and into your body and will create that safety and with with that being said the last one is just to breathe at any moment that you notice yourself feeling like you can't trust somebody or your guard is up or your emotions are just like taking over when you are becoming more intimate with somebody or you're just going in this overload of sensations inside, just breathe. Bring yourself back to your breath. Your breath is your life. And a lot of the times when you are experiencing this type of trauma that your body's holding on to, your breath starts to get really shallow when you're in that fight or flight state because you're holding out to that trauma. So it's so important to bring yourself back to your breath and take slow, deep breaths, maybe incorporate some breath work. That's definitely something that has helped me so much. And just breathe, that's it. So that's all that I have for today. I really just wanted to share this with you because it's like I said, something that has really come up for me recently. I've been really working on cultivating safety in my body for a while, but I still didn't understand the why behind why I didn't feel safe in my body. So it's almost like I've been like, okay, I want to feel safe. I'm feeling safe. I'm doing the meditation. I'm doing the movement. I'm doing the embodiment work. I'm doing all of this. But for me, I didn't know the deeper why. And I wish that I would have known the deeper why because then that compassion and that acceptance from Myself would have came a lot easier before. I was kind of just like, yeah, I need to accept myself, but like still, like especially with my Virgo uh, energy, like I'm all about like analyzing things. Especially like I'm a Cancer Moon. I don't know if you're into astrology, but I'm a Cancer Moon, so that's all about like emotions. And then my Virgo uh, Sun, I think that's what. Yeah, my Virgo Sun is all about like analyzing. So as soon as a deep emotion arises, I'm like analyzing the why, and it's great because it makes me a powerful leader and a healer. But that's where it was, something was missing for me. I was like, why, like, why do I feel unsafe? I'm cultivating the safety. I'm doing the things, but why do I feel, un- why has I, why have I felt unsafe? Why do I feel unsafe in certain situations? What is this? And then I landed, I don't even know how I landed. It's just beautiful how life opens you up to different lessons when you're open to it. But I landed in the actuality that I did not feel safe in my body. So Now I get to share this with you because if you can have this awareness then it can help you, help you accept a lot quicker and can help you do those different practices to get yourself in a state where you can start feeling safe. And I promise you, like I see you, I know what you're experiencing right now. And I'm also here to tell you that it doesn't have to be this way for forever, that there is healing in all of this. And of course you can do it on your own or if you're open to it, someone can lead you and guide you through this experience of being able to use embodiment techniques that can dive you out of your head, dive you, (laughs) that can take you out of your head and into your body, regulate your nervous system and learn how to feel safe in your expression and when you are around other people and safe to feel your emotions and safe in sex and just cultivating that deeper safety in your body. So if that's something that you're open to, I'm here for you. We can keep this conversation going in the DMS at embody with Joa message me. I know that this is a topic that's a little like sensitive when we're talking about childhood abuse and discipline, but I'm excited that I brought this into your awareness because even if it was the most minute little discipline, physical discipline, I just want you to know that it can still be having an impact in your life and bringing that awareness to you is can be very healing. So Let's keep this conversation going in my dms if you would like to explore more one-to-one private embodiment coaching and going through a whole experience of that my link is below and we can book a free call to talk a little bit more about this or like i said just hit me up in the dms i'm always open there on instagram to have these conversations with you So that's all for today. I love you so much. You are amazing. Remember, you are not broken. You are just healing. You're just on the journey. And even though you experienced what you experienced as a child, it is all leading you deeper into your truth because underneath all of this shame and Pain is your power and it is just your responsibility and your choice to go in there and find that damn power and embody it. So I love you. I will see you on the next episode and please remember to leave a review on this episode so we can keep sharing these messages. We can keep building a community and a world of embodied and empowered women like we deserve to and of course share this with your best friend or anyone that you feel needs to hear this. Talk to you on the next one.